The show will begin in five. Four. Three. Two. One. Thursday night CrossFit talk with Scott Schweitzer and Jamie Latimer. We about to change the game. We out here taking names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. We about to change the game. We out here taking names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. Hickory, Nickory, Doc, giving them all that we got. Kick them the door, try to knock, but nobody answered. I'm going hard and taking my chances. I give it moving. I give up dancing, keeping it gangsta. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. We're still getting the stuff ready. Still getting it ready. Got everything going on in the back, and I use that whole opening montage to get one more thing ready. Awesome. awesome. But it is I, the Clydesdale, Scott Schweitzer, her, Jamie Latimer, super stud, athlete, all the things. We're here to break down some Crash Crucible. We're here to talk about things going on in the CrossFit space. All the things. So, how are you? I'm good. Feeling almost fully almost recovered. Fully. My shoulder's a little achy, but beyond that, I, my body feels pretty good. Yeah, I had, I had a awesome day, sarcastically speaking. Okay. okay. Yeah, I. Um, so. It's been no secret that at work, I am trying to just get by. Yeah. Right? Like, this is my passion. Work is just what pays the bills. And uh, I got put on five, no, four work groups today. Four work groups. And I'm leading one of them. So I might actually have to like do more than the minimum for a while. Oh, well. I mean, it's not peak CrossFit season. So if there's a time for it, I'd say right now is good. Yeah. Get my shit done is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially that one I'm leading, get done as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So we are one week, not even a full week after Crash Crucible, we did live update shows on day one and day two. Mm -hmm. um, and then we let you celebrate your birthday and let me spend some time with my daughter on Sunday. And now we're going to break down the last, um, the last day of Crash and how you're doing afterwards. So the last day you went in, I know what last we spoke, there's a lot of Peace Corps stuff, and we're going to get into that in detail in a little bit. You had PR'd a ton Friday and Saturday, but the leaderboard didn't show your efforts because of weird stuff. So you go into Sunday with the hundreds, and you smashed it in your heat. Mm -hmm. My biggest question to you is, if you would have been in the heat ahead, could you have gone faster or did you leave it all out on the floor? I feel like I left it on the floor, but who knows with me? 
Yeah. Yeah. So like, because you, you were leading through the toaster bar and the, whatever the second movement was with the kettlebell, snatch. The, mm -hmm. the snatch. And then the box jumps, you kind of, you fell behind a little bit. And then when it came to the, which well, this was I did, I did, but I didn't like, I kind of like let her go ahead. And then on the last 20, I went ahead again. So I was the first one off the box in my heat. And then where I was so proud of you because you are traditionally a slow squatter. Mm -hmm. You hammered through those squats. Yeah, I was proud of those. Are you still proud of those? Yeah, I think I squatted full depth and fully stood up every single rep, and I'm, I am proud of my squats. And you went fast. Yeah, I mean, fast for me. Um, yeah. So Corey says, I think, I think, I believe you left it on the floor, Jamie. I don't think you know how to do anything else. I, but I know what you're saying. Like mm -hmm. from my competition days, like if you're not pushed, you feel like you're giving everything you can, but there are times when like that wind becomes so important that you go to something you don't believe you actually could have done and you push to that place. And you don't know if you have it until you try to go there. Right. Especially on a Sunday of a competition. Yeah. I believe that's one of your superpowers. Is it on Sunday you can and other people can't, but it's still an unknown until you actually try to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say and I saw, I heard JR mention this. I don't know if it was in, in his, on Coffee Pot and Wads or, or on um, his review with Chase, um, that like he intentionally programmed the way he programmed so that people could still go really hard on Sunday. Um, Saturday was like very minimal programming in my mind, um, just get through the skill work of the handstand walk. And then, yes, it was heavy, but it's only so many reps. And I don't know, maybe it's just me because I don't know how to can't lift heavy and it doesn't ever like blow up my CNS. And I don't like a few reps at like my one rep, ne like never seemed to wreck me. Um, so like to, to me, Saturday felt like I barely did anything. Um, and I don't like that. I'm sure the rest of the comp liked that. And, um, but what I like is like hammering people on day one and two and seeing who can survive on day three. Cause yes, I feel like that's usually my strong suit. Yeah. You, you have a lot of endurance that others don't have. Yeah, and the and Saturday, even though it was you PR'd two different apparatus, um, it really was just two kind of monostructural movements mm -hmm. and we're done. Um so yeah. So you start with the hundreds. Um, super proud of you. Think you did did amazing. 
And then you finish off with, can you remind me what the, oh boy, we lost her for a second and she's back. Yep. Re, re, uh, re ring and re bag. So the 12 ring muscle ups, 70 meter sled push. Um, so four lengths of the floor and then 12 ring muscle ups, time cap, five minute, mandatory two mandatory two minute reset. Um, and then seven sandbag cleans, 12, nine inch deficit handstand pushups, seven sandbag cleans was the finale. So you, you were a little bit worried about the sandbag, but that, that workout went really well for you. It went okay. Um, again, could I have moved faster on the bag? Could I have pushed the pace on the handstand pushups a little more? I don't know. I won that workout in my heat again, and and I got beat by like three seconds in the next heat. You know, like things like that. Just because I like I went kind of slow on the bag on the way back. I I don't know. Um, I liked, I like handstand pushups. That one was better for me. I hate higher volume ring muscle ups. It's still like, it's still bothering my shoulder. Um, I think I'm super lazy on the turnover. I don't, I still think I protect my back with like everything I do. And so I don't have like good hip explosion. Um, so I don't know. I just, yeah, I gotta get better at ring muscle ups. Like, short, smaller number over rounds would be fine for me. It's just like that density, just staying on the rings, just doesn't ever work out well for me. And you still almost finished the workout. Yeah, I had three left and I had two two fails. So if I wouldn't have had the two fails, I'd have been like right there. Yeah. So that would. Yeah. And, and still at the end of the day, like what you masters athletes were doing compared to the elite field was so impressive. Uh, well, like arguably more, like I, I still waiting. Tyler said he was going to make a full leaderboard. That's my, my only gripe about this whole thing. Um, I would like to see where we all finished. Um, and I, we, I even touched, if anyone just watched the MFC wrap up, one of the things I said in there is like, I still want to be competitive and I really want to know where I finished against all those younger people. And I, I think Carolyn might've won the whole thing. Like, I think that's pertinent information to know. Like, I mean, I got like sixth, but if I got sixth in a field of people who are at the very top end of this field, like maybe I didn't do so bad. You know, like it's, I don't know. So oh, she, she would have gotten fifth. Okay. But she, her last day was her worst day. Mm -hmm. And she, she didn't even have to show up Agreed. to win. Right. So again, it's, it's one of these theoretical things where people are going to say, yeah, she would have finished fifth, but we don't really know if she was competing against them and had to hammer it on Sunday, who knows what she would have, would have done. Mm -hmm. Like she Where, had a 140 point lead going into the last event. She didn't even have to show up and still would have won by 40. 
Uh, well, no, it was a 200-point event, so um, not necessarily well, true. She couldn't take two zeros. Okay. Um, well, I guess what you're saying, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, where Carolyn, where was that? I'm curious to see that. So I don't... Um, I thought Holly put that together for us, just not in a consecutive list. But I'm, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but Holly just like took our points. Like it needs to literally be the P score in a thirty-eight person field, and re totally recalculate. Like Tyler needs to do his sheet over. Um, and yes, I totally think it would have mattered with seating and heats. Like if care if. Carolyn Klutz would have gotten to like go head to head in the final heat. Maybe it would have made a difference. Um, um, Holly says Tyler posted the link. Oh, cool. Okay. I'll have to go find that. Awesome. So, so there we have that. And so it was a very, very competitive field. Um, do you feel like you got an experience that you needed that'll help you next season? Um, I don't know. I mean, it was cool, like getting to do some of those implements, but so now I've touched a handstand ramp and stairs. I probably never like I I don't have one and I don't know that I'm ever going to see one in competition again so I doubt I'm going to try to find them to like do more work on it. Um I do think I could get better at it if I touched it once a week um or more but like I'm not investing hundreds I don't know what are those things like 600 bucks at least Probably. like yeah, I mean, like, I'm not investing that for an apparatus that I'm probably never going to see again. Um, so that, I don't know, like, I, the pegboard, I, I wish, I need to get a full pegboard at the gym, because um, doing, like, I just have the half, and that is not even close to the same. Um and again, same thing with the flip sled. Do I invest in a flip sled? It's such a, I, yeah, I don't know. So it's, I, it's like, it's a shame you didn't have like bigger gyms around you where you could like go and do something occasionally mm -mm. like this. Um, because it, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute, but and yeah, okay. to your point, do do you, I feel like I got, like, yeah, I definitely got to experience different things. Um, but like we talked about at MFC, like that race um, with only, with a small field, like that was a hard thing for me at M MFC was a 20 person floor. And I was having a hard time to like get a feel for the floor and where I'm at and where to race in this small four person almost feels like you're not getting that experience. Like you're not getting the floor awareness. You're not getting that race. Um, the couple times I was against Haley, we were pretty close. So that was good. But actually I think that was only like that hundreds. 
she wasn't in my heat, but like finished within like a second of me and other events. But like, it. And you and her on the thruster were really tight. Yeah. Um, yeah, we tied. So we like basically. I mean, I think we tied on two, one or two events. We're within a second on an event, like, but there was only two times that we were in the same heat. So I didn't get to experience that race per se. Um, and that's what I need more of is that race. And I, yeah, like you said, like, I don't know that I, the first event, I don't feel like I knew how to pace because I didn't know how to do, I hadn't ever done pegboard, peg, full pegboards fatigued. So it's like, I don't know how hard to push. Like I'm just over here trying to stay in my own lane and make sure I pace it properly. Um, and I, and you saw the individuals like that did go out too hot fail in the last round. And I was trying to avoid that. And maybe I played it too safe. I don't know. Yeah. You didn't look like you struggled on the pegboard ever. Yeah. But they didn't either until they did. Right. Right. So, so yeah. It was crazy to me how many people failed with like one stick to go. Yeah. Just that like coming down off. It's, I think partially it's because you're coming down to the bottom. You're trying to keep your legs up and it's just that fall away because you're no longer now, in that. I also, and because I'm an expert at pegboarding for sure. Um, people were making too large of a jump to the final hole. And then mm -hmm. the pressure on the top stick, um, the physics of it made it so it was impossible to release it. Yeah. So they were having to like almost jump with their bottom hand to get enough pressure off of it to get it out. Mm -hmm. And so I think they were getting greedy at the end, just like you would with a, like a handstand walk where you're almost there and you're trying to take, or a lunge. That's something I'm really familiar with where you take that long stride Last at the end, mm -hmm. you don't have to do an extra rep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. So away from like your competition piece of it, how did the event run? Was it a cool event? Yeah. Super well run. Holy cow. He runs a tight ship there on time not long transitions i like as a spectator i know it's kind of still a kind of long day and there was a lot of heats um but yeah two minute transitions you're out on the floor you're not corralled for super long like maybe 10 minutes if that and they were pretty like lax about you running out to the bathroom or doing whatever um soup yeah super well run clear clear lanes clear floor markers um yeah it was he did a great job. Nice warm-up area. Yeah, I mean, there was like two of each thing. And we, I would say us as masters sort of got the short end of the stick because we were right after teams. And they didn't always do the same thing as us. So like their floor, they would be set up with their equipment in there. And there's more of them because it's teams. So it's kind of busy in there with them. And we're trying to get in there and like start warming up, but they're all on the bikes or whatever. Um, and they don't have the yoke out for us. Um, did they have the yoke out for that one? Yeah, they had the yoke out for that one. They didn't have like the flip sleds out for us. Like we had to sort of wait to get those out on the floor. So just like 
little things that I, I'm sure the, indivi the individuals probably had no, you know, it was probably perfect for them. And heats of like heats of six, you're not overly full back there. But again, like we were right after teams, which are more people back there and different movements. Um, but totally fine. I felt warmed up every single time. I had 30 minutes to fully get warmed up on the stuff that I needed. So then this was the first competition you got to be with your coach. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like? Cause you've never really had a coach at an event ever. No. Um, yeah, it was, it's different. I don't, I don't know him like, or even like his voice well enough. So like, I was like, was that you that was yelling for me? Like, I can, I know Ron and I know when Ron's yelling at me, but like, I don't know Tristan's yelling voice. And so half time, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who's yelling for me. <laughs> um, so I can, so, I can hear him on the broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think at times he was like near whoever was like Brian or whoever was announcing. And and there were times where I could hear him. Not all the time, but sometimes it was really, I, it was funny that I could pick it up. Yeah. Um, and I, sometimes I just wonder if I'm coachable. Like, I don't know. I don't know how he feels about like, like, do I, do I receive what he's trying to say? Well, um, how does he think I performed? I don't know. You know me. I just want like, I just want like encouragement. I want to feel like you're, you're proud of me. That's like the biggest thing with me. Well, I heard him say it on our shows that he was very proud of you. Mm -hmm. um, but there are times when you are not receiving it because your head is about what just happened. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But as in the, the little recap we did for MFC, you talked about trying to get, trying to be better at that. I know. I've been, yeah, I've been trying to reflect on this weekend and not be so, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So did you have any debrief with Tristan or? Um, not really. Okay. We just, we just sort of relaxed on Sunday night and I'm supposed to not be like, doing much this week so we haven't even really chatted i messaged him today um stuff for next week but not a whole lot all right well overall i think it was a great event to watch um it was uh the broadcast they did an awesome job um they really for, did for you know a couple cameras and a couple headsets bang up job uh kudos to them uh it was fun getting to watch a good and i think that <clears throat> on a side note i think this is where like i don't how do i want 
I, I described as somebody as these are like the mid majors in college football. Like you have the, you have the national championship playoff system in college football. And then you have the new year, new year's six. Like we need a new year's six mm-hmm. because all the big ones are going to invite only. Right. So you need these new year six to like give people an opportunity to race to give people an opportunity to touch apparatus they never get to touch any other time of the year to get ready in the off to see where they're at in the off season to know where they need to work going into next season because a lot of a lot of the people yeah there were some games athletes at crash but for the most part it was our semifinal athletes that um that we've been getting to know for the last 2 years that are trying to figure it out to get to the games. And mm-hmm. I thought this was an excellent competition for that. <clears throat> Just yeah. good data points. And Carolyn Prevo, games athlete, said that it definitely made her want to do it next year. That's awesome. So, yeah, it was really well run. You could tell, like, the schedule was just... Like, we're going to be back in 10 minutes, and 10 minutes, they were going. Mm-hmm. So, I, um, I feel like it was kind of like maybe for like Zavon a long day because it's six heats of women and um, of the same thing. And, you know, I was a little worried at first he was going to like just not even cover the teams and masters just so we could get right to the individuals. Because um, it is kind of a lot to just go back to back to back of. Especially like that chip, the. What they did after Friday is they alternated who was doing it. And and they took breaks. Okay. So nobody was out there for too awful long. That's Just good. so you know. Well, Sousa killed it. Holy cow. Yeah. Sousa was great on the mic. It was good. It was good stuff. They did a great job. And I think they were still feeling it out. Like, okay, now they know Sousa can fill in for Brian so he can go do some stuff. And then like, it'll, it'll just, it'll get better and better as they go. Yeah. So. I, I will say like, I did go back and watch a couple um, and just try to see the stream. And as a spectator, I feel like the heats of six were way better. Like way easier to like hear Brian talk about the athletes and follow the story. And there's not like it like fit in camera and you could see what was going on. So I feel like the six was really good as a spectator. Minus the fact that maybe it was a little bit long. Um, I just, as a participant, you kind of want like at least eight, 12 out there and a little bit more of a race. Yeah. If if he gets any bigger, I feel like he he's gonna have to find another place to do it. Which sucks. Yeah. It's a super nice. It's it is a cool gym. It's I mean, and it's nice to probably be in your home gym. Um. But I could well, I could see him outgrowing it. And like, he owns the gym, so he's not. He, if he wants to put tape on the floor, he can put tape on the floor. Right. Right. Like there are things that aren't going to be as nice if you go somewhere else because you'll be restricted on what you can do, you know, but yeah. 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 So, and then I did my first, um, 
play-by-play on the Jamie Cam on Sunday morning and uh, called Stacy Marino Amy Morton for the whole oh first part of the event. Oh, no. But other than that, like, I felt I, I was, it was a strong first outing as a play-by-play guy. Okay, we got to work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's funny because, like, I went down through the leaderboard before, but, like, all the Masters names just, as you're going, just kind of get jumbled up in there. And mm-hmm. I was like, dang. But Stacy friended me on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. So apparently, like, I didn't upset her too bad. I got to talk with her, and we've been at the same comp for like three years, always around each other. And both her, her and I are very similar in that we just kind of like shut down and zone out and just go compete. And I got to chat with her a lot um, over the weekend, and I'm thankful for that. Like, I don't always do that. And, may, and maybe because this was just like, uh, just go and try whatever for me. Um, you're not going out and winning. I was maybe like a little more relaxed in that aspect. Um, so that was really nice getting to chat with her. And, um, and Allison came first on Saturday. So we got to see her. Love Allison. She's just one of the nicest people ever. Travis is in the uh, chat. I don't know. Yay. Hey, Travis. Sporting the gear tonight. So, enough about crash. Okay. We'll we'll move on, kind of. So one of your well, competitors, yeah. one of your competitors, was Haley Mario, mm-hmm. who I have gotten to know over the last couple of years at semifinals. Uh, she was, uh, she was in Knoxville both years, I believe. I believe no. No, she was in, she was in West Coast Classic, and then at, so I got to know her over the last couple of years. Super nice person. I've interviewed her a couple of times. Love her to death. Um, but Peter from Coffee Pods and Wads, or Pedro, as you guys know him, mm-hmm. um, interviewed her, and I'm going to pull that up because there's been a lot of speculation, and she kind of puts it out there and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, Pedro got the got the exclusive, so hopefully he doesn't zing us for sharing his video. But here we go. That versus like these big training camps. Like when you show up to a competition, you don't need a huge camp. You just need a small little circle that is like that, like that just gets that fired up when you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, and I think. Do I have do I have the wrong timestamp? It was like seven fifty. I don't know where you're at. Okay, seven thirty. I thought it was oh, yeah, seven fifty. Seven fifty. Seven seven dummy. Okay, let's try that. All the young athletes, one thing is like find a small group of people. Um, I don't really know if we're speaking on it, but we are helping someone out. Um, and we are just trying to encourage her and bring her back to where she just loves it and she's 
So we have, we have that, um, and that Peter asked her if she's training a young athlete. There's rumors abound. And she said, I don't know if I should be speaking of it, but we are helping someone out. And then today on both Instagrams, we'll show. So first we will go to uh, Haley Mario's Instagram. And in her stories... There is Haley Adams drinking coffee in her house uh, at Haley Mario's house. Mm -hmm. Um, And the caption is drinking all the coffee with this one this morning uh, and enjoying that. And then we go to Haley uh, Haley Adams Instagram where we see this post and it, Give it a couple minutes, but not a minute. Well, you can already tell. You can already tell she's not in the barn, or right. So that should catch your eye right away. Where is she? If you you look at the um, Haley, this is Haley Mario's Instagram. Just a lot of hard work going on with hearts. And there's Haley Mario and Haley Adams doing sandbag carries. And now biking together, side by side. So there you go. And then right after this, I think you see Josh assisting um, Haley Adams on a back squat. Yep. So that's Josh. That is Haley's husband. Mm-hmm. And just so you guys know, Haley and her husband, Josh, they train stunt men and stunt women in Hollywood uh for for movies and they've done stunt work themselves so i think yeah uh, they're in la correct they are they're definitely in la chelsea mm-hmm. uh because bethany flores works out there as well um and we know bethany's in la because her husband works for the lakers so yeah bethany flores works out with now she's being coached by Perrin at training think tank, correct, but she works correct. out with Haley. So they're just training partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And Elise says they were on Savon show. Yeah. They were also on this show too, a couple of times. And for a minute, they actually had a podcast, Josh and Haley for a little bit. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. That, if you haven't watched that full Coffee Pods and Wads, you need to go watch it. Um, especially that like five, six minutes that he talks with Haley. It was a really good interview. Um, she just had a lot of insight. She spoke in there about about here being here at Crash and um basically like t- asking, you know, telling herself like am I good enough? Like some, like that inner battle, like sometimes you're like, no, you're really good. And then you like, and then you finish and you're like, I, I'm not good at all. Like, and you're questioning 
Um, and I found that like just hit like that's exactly how I feel when I'm out there. Sometimes you're like, yeah, you're good. Sometimes you're like, no, you suck. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. the The way I met her was the West Coast Classic in 2021 were all redos of classic events just like crash was this time yes mm -hmm. and you guys did that thruster ladder at the west coast classic they did the actual squat the snatch. Clean ladder snatch clean ladder slash yes squat yes. snatch ladder yes and when she did it in regionals in like 2016 she only got like eight reps in she didn't even finish the first bar right and at west coast classic she finished the entire um yeah, the, the yeah. whole thing. And that's when she when you first started the clip and she was talking about get a small tribe around you. That's what she was talking about, especially Josh. She said that, you know, because he like is out there cheering for her. He's pretty loud, um, but she's like, you should have seen him at West Coast Classic on that snatch. It was like. It was just a really good interview. You guys should watch that. That podcast is good. So that was like that was like the first feature I did for Morning Chalk Up, and it was we took the footage from the regionals in 2016 aside mm -hmm. with um, 21, and showed how much further she made it, and then you see Josh like jumping and screaming at the end of the lane. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but that's how I met her um, in 21. Uh, so it was a fun way to meet her because it was a huge accomplishment for her. Mm -hmm. For sure. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, I think we probably have confirmed. Coach, we don't know. Nobody has said coach. Is she getting assistance and help and all of that? It, it appears so. For sure. Yeah. And I think, like, really, like, Haley just needs. A, Haley Mario says it well. Get a small tribe of people that believe in you and that support you. And that's what makes you strong. And she also points out in that interview that, that athletes need individualized coaching, right? Every athlete is different. And that's a perfect segue into the Hopper interview this morning that not every round peg fits in a round hole. Some are square pegs and they need something a little bit different. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really well, um, really well done talking about Jason, very open and honest about like that. When he went to Vermont, Matt was an introvert. He is an extrovert mm -hmm. and the way they do things just doesn't mesh. And it created a burnout for him. He didn't mm -hmm. use the term burnout, but like I would. Oh, he used the term burnout. Oh, he, I, he said he was burned out. Oh, yeah. He said he was burned out like four times. Um, and there, there's something to be said by that if both him and male are both like overtrained and burned out. Like, n the sad thing is, I, I think in one aspect, like, it kind of does need to be all consuming and it kind of does need to be your only focus if you actually want to win the CrossFit games. Um, and so like, sadly that 
probably never going to be the position for Hopper. Um, Cause I don't, I don't think he wants to give this like literally everything. He made that pretty clear today. Like he wants to go to the games and maybe podium, but I don't think he, he never once said he wants to win the games. I think he knows that that's, a little bit more commitment than he maybe maybe is willing to give. Um, he's just I don't know. It sound to me it sounded a lot like the inter the interview with Yi. Um, and I, I don't I, I don't know like Matt Matt got so good because. It was his sole focus, and everyone around him allowed it to be his sole focus. And I don't know that, I, and I don't know anything about Jason or his wife or their relationship, but um, I think he, I don't know if he necessarily even wants to put her in that position to be like, hey, that's going to be my sole focus, and I'm not going to necessarily have energy to entertain you at night. I don't even think he wants that um, for them. So, like, well, I think totally, so I think Travis. I totally agree with that, and and that may be the route that he's like. He's just happy being a games athlete who gets a following, and yeah. So here's here's my my beef with that is that that worked for Matt, but like I wouldn't say Tia was all consuming. She did things with Shane. She she went to South America and climbed Machu Picchu or whatever and did like they did they do other things. They travel during the season. Like where Matt just he doesn't do any comps, he doesn't do any like it it can be done to different degrees. And it it really depends on the athlete. And and I would say Froning wasn't all consuming now. Did he put in the work? He sure as hell put in the work. Like I'm not, but it, he didn't do it in the way Matt did it. He was married. They had a kid when like they adopted a kid. They went through those processes. All that's draining, all that stuff. So I think you still have to put in the work that I'm not disagreeing with, but does it have to be all consuming and your only focus and not go out and not do anything? I think you can I think you can have a little tiny bit of balance. Well, I think I think we're seeing that that that's a little bit needed just from the athletes who are maybe trying to fit into Matt's way and it's not really working for for them. Um Because yeah, like I, he said it in there like you went and you di you did give he gave everything and came out with a 31st. Like then it makes you scared to like try again. Like what else can you do? And will it get any better? I think maybe he's just, I think he just, he's different. That was said in here somewhere, uh, different strokes for different folks. Um, Velner has other focuses Vindicate says Jason is best when his personality can come out. He's not the closed in competitor. Look, Matt, I agree with mm -hmm. all that stuff, right? Like, like you have to fit your personality and what works for you. 
like Ariel Lowen at the games talks to everybody because that's what makes her comfortable. Takes third place, right? That works for her. You are very focused when you're at a competition and you won Masters Fitness Collective, right? Like, like it works different for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Emily Rolf is intimidating as hell trying to get an interview at a competition because of her focus, mm-hmm. right? Where Ariel is a piece of cake because mm-hmm. she'll talk to anybody anytime. And yeah. it, both of them, I think, achieve to the best of their ability in, in what they have. At least I would say probably not, but that's just my opinion. Like, I think it's going to take somebody that's going to have that kind of domination again. And I think your point with Tia is T- Shane is exact is in the same exact mindset as Matt was. And so is Tia. So like, I feel like the, the three of them are all like one, like the exact same mindset. Um, and I don't know if we're going to see that again from really, I don't know. I don't know who's going to step, who's going to even be able to try to fit in those shoes. And I think the people trying to do it are overdoing it and burning themselves out. Yeah. Because I wonder how, from, from what I was, and again, I was working while I was listening to the Hopper interview and I was listening to it on one and a half speed. So what I got from him is Matt wasn't forcing him into anything. But the regimen of kind of like what was going on around him, I think made him feel like he had to be this way. Yeah. Right. So is the legend of Matt hurting him more than the actual Matt? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, maybe that pressure like was felt by male too. Like, just a little bit too much trying to live up to someone else's you're not even and yeah matt may not even be doing it at all just your your opinion of what you think matt is and you're putting that on yourself and like you aren't matt right and nobody saw what matt was actually doing we just know the stories and the legend right right And yeah, but anyway, enough about that. Okay. So I, I wanted to do a giveaway and, um, what I have is I ordered some cards from Wad Zombie mint trading cards and he threw in some extra stuff for us to give away. So tonight it's going to be a very basic giveaway, but I'm hoping in the future it'll be a little more cool because I'm going to see if my friends will autograph some of these trading cards and we'll give away autograph versions of them at a later time. But right now I'm giving away a mystery pack of mint trading cards. And all you have to do to win is in the last year and a half, Jamie Latimer has competed in four in-person competitions. As an, as an individual athlete. <clears throat> Correct? If you can I tell mean, me. No, as an individual? Is that what you said? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. If you okay. can tell me how many times of those four she finished on the podium and you write that number in the YouTube comments, not on this, not the live chat, but go into YouTube and in the comments, write the number that she finished on the podium. So four different competitions, two Masters Fitness, one Masters Fitness Collective, one Masters Fitness Championship, Legends and Crash. Correct. I'll even give you the four. She, how many of those four competitions did she finish on the podium? And you go to our YouTube channel on this video and in the comments, put the number in there. If you're right, you'll be put in a drawing for a mystery pack of mint trading cards. Wad Zombie mint trading cards. So don't, don't put it in the chat because we don't want people to know your answer. Let's <laughs> YouTube and do that. And then we will give those away. And then I am going to have some autographed and we'll give away autographed versions of them in the near future with different trivia questions or different random things. <clears throat> so excited to give, do a giveaway. Did you see and my birthday shirt? I saw that it said like sign here. Yeah. I'm and I got so many signatures. It's awesome. From the athletes at crash. Yeah. Did you get uh Bill Leahy's? I did not. I know. He's gonna win the, he's gonna win the games. I saw I saw the interview. Is that our next topic? Yep. Okay. So if you were on with us during crash, we gave Bill Leahy a pretty hard time about day one. Now I gave him credit on day two. But day one. I, I did not like his uh, urgent lack of urgency on an event, but then on day two, saw the urgency, was very happy with. And then Hiller actually confronted him after doing two videos about him and did a sit-down interview. And if you've not seen it, well worth, well worth your time to watch. <clears throat> And basically they go through and this kid, this kid, you could tell, like in my, in my opinion, super authentic, super genuine kid found CrossFit, turned down a basketball scholarship to go into CrossFit as, in a, as opposed to going to college for that and learned it all on his own, has really no coach, no one to help him with the stuff and didn't even know the standards when he was submitting videos. And then it seems like in every step he gets caught doing something and then he fixes that, but then he messes something up further down the line. Yeah. <laughs> and so they had a really good conversation about it and that Bill has a group of people now, an inner circle that are going to review his videos before submission. Good. And make sure that the standards are going to be okay. And I've met one of them. I've met two of them because Scott Tetlow is one classy dude. Uh, Roy Vigor 
who was a master's athlete at the games. I uh-huh. uh, met him at the West Coast semifinal. Um, super cool guy. I think he's the only person to ask me for a selfie at the West Coast semifinal because um, he's buddies with Rudy. But um, so I was super stoked about that. And, uh, and I think that this is a great step in the direction because that kid is talented. Like you could just see it watching him on the floor. Um, super talented. And it's going to be amazing to see if given the right direction, if he can, he can make a run at this. Mm-hmm. I agree. And at the end of the interview, Hiller kind of indicates that he'd like to help him. I, I heard that. And in what capacity that would be, I don't know, but you know, it sounded a little bit of like coaching, a little mentorship, uh, be interesting to see how that that plays out. <clears throat> Carolyn's not sold on it. So, so Carolyn, that that was said by Andrew Hiller. I was just quoting that. Um, but he is super talented, super talented, and super fit. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Um, do do we know what his holes are? Well, he's a big dude. He's not that big. Well, he looks big on the stream, and the pegboard got him. Yeah. I don't know. The rest of the weekend, he looked great. He looked good on his hands. He destroyed the flip sled. Um, he did well in the thruster. Did he do good on the ring muscle ups? Uh, I didn't see that. Uh, Chelsea Miller says he's his whole list of standards. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> They were, they, it sounded like they were trying to like hold him to higher standards on the floor at crash, which is almost unfair. Yeah. I, I had a mini rant on Saturday night on the show. Uh, Cause Brian friend said that he needs to be held to a higher standard until he can prove he does it. And I completely disagree with that thought process. He should be yeah. held to yeah. a standard, not yeah. a higher standard. That's all. Just yeah. like every athlete should be held to the same standard, the standard. His, I will. His movement looks good of what I saw. Um, I don't see necessarily see that, but yeah, like not like getting off the, getting off the rower early. Just weird. Like I don't think he. I. It sounds like he didn't read the standard, so it is what it is. Like he really didn't know how to do a proper B up, but. Neither did a lot of people, so you can't really fault them on that one. Um, yeah, the rower one looked bad from people who have been in the sport, but if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like common sense to me, but it's I because don't know. you've been around it so long, though. I like, guess you're, yeah, I guess. I mean, when yeah. I first started CrossFit, I would ghost ride the last bit and I'd start getting out of the rower before 
I knew anything about the open. Hell, I probably did it even after I knew in regular workouts, not as blatantly, but like, not like running to the GHD, but, but I, I'd ghost ride it out a little bit. Carolyn is definitely not sold. There's also a huge difference between the field at crash and the field he would face at the games. I think he, I think he can definitely make the games next year. will be exciting to watch his growth. Lots of talent. I agree completely. I was, so when I'm watching these events as a, as an analyst, I'm looking at like how well they do the movement, how easily they, they complete the movement. And I just see a lot of talent. I don't know if he can win the games. I think he can make the games for sure. I, I agree completely with what Carolyn is saying. Um, he just made a lot of movements look easy. Yeah. He looks comfortable out there in most things. I will say, um, Colton had some performances there that I don't think could have been touched. Like literally by anyone else. So. Um, right. Vinny yeah. I mean, he, he could not today or tomorrow. He's only 22. And he did. He, he did not put a timetable on when he could. But. The interview was so good, and, and he and I think Bill came across so genuine that, like, I think Hiller fell in love with him. I do, like, too. Right? Like, and not in the, the romantic sense, but, like, just really likes the kid now. Yeah. And and wants him to do better. Mm-hmm. Which, which I thought was, it was one of, it was a great interview. Like, I actually, I sent Hiller a message saying, like amazing job, dude. That was a great, great interview. Cause like it was, it was phenomenal. Stealing a word from Corey Leonard. <clears throat> Were you impressed with Austin Hatfield? Oh yeah. I mean, I picked him to win. Um, yeah. Like he's been, he's been on my radar since semifinals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he won the uh, Wadapalooza qualifier, like he was definitely my pick for crash. Mm-hmm. Gave me a little heart attack at the beginning of the weekend, but then uh, yeah. came back and saw a performance to finish up. But mm-hmm. that's a feather in his cap to um, beat James Sprague and Colt Mertens. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Max Krieg did great. Yeah. yeah. Um, cut another one that I've had my eye on since semis. All because of you, because you pointed me out to him, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so, or pointed him out to me. Um, yep. So yeah, uh, it was. That's what was fun about this event. Like we've gotten to know so many of these people over the last year and a half. It's been just a. It was a blast seeing them all out on the floor. Mm-hmm. It was like because Holly Henderson's one of my favorite people too, and I felt bad because. I didn't want to root for her because you were in the same field. <laughs> but yeah. there it is. And that that's the bad thing when you do this job now is you get to know them and it's really hard at events rooting for an outcome because someone you like is probably not going to make it then. 
Um, so, well, on to Rogue is next weekend. Can you believe oh, that? Boy. No, are you ready for a weekend of? Are we do? Are we like going live a lot, or are we just doing one day? We're gonna go live a lot. Okay. Okay. If you're up for it. I have a Halloween party on Saturday, but otherwise it should be okay. It's before Halloween. Yeah, I, that's when are you gonna have a yeah. Halloween party? I actually think we have a Halloween party Saturday too. So. Exactly. <laughs> so ours is eighties theme, so I'll probably come in. I don't know. I've we I haven't figured out a costume yet. I haven't either. So I'll I'll just do it in costume when I get back. <laughs> I don't know that I will be home at a time to do a night show, but we'll see. Maybe I won't leave until we've done the show. <laughs> okay. We don't even know what the schedule is to know right. like anything. So maybe that'll be a mid afternoon show, like in between the events and we'll catch up on Sunday with whatever. Okay. So, um, so rogues coming. The biggest question I have right now is earlier this week and I will show it. Um, sure. I will. Here we go. It was put up on rogue invitationals. Instagram, Shelby Neal, now a competitor at Rogue. Who's she filling in for? That is new. I cannot figure it out. Nothing has been updated. Nothing has been pulled from the Instagram. Nothing has been updated on the competitors list on the website. She is not even on the competitors list on the website. So I have no idea who she's filling in for. I've tried to go through Instagrams, see if anybody said they were Drew. I did not get through everybody, but I have not found it if it's out there. Hmm. So we know we knew that Alexis Raptus with Drew okay. last week. And, right. and we knew that Paige Semenza filled her spot. Okay. So now we have Shelby Neal filling in for we don't know. Uh-oh. Oh, I did see that. That is a possibility. That is, yeah, I just read that post. I did too. That was heartbreaking. Yeah. Ovarian cancer, I believe, was a fight for oh, yeah. a couple of years. And you're talking about Lauren Fisher. Correct. Not Laura. Yeah, Lauren. She's the only Lauren. Never mind. So yeah. So that is that's a probably a pretty good guess, Carolyn. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But um, man, that's sad. But I did read that post today looking for a withdrawal. And uh man. Carolyn's better than I am. I didn't even put two and two together on that one. Yeah, me either. So, yeah. Was Lauren was in off of the online qualifier? Correct. But I don't think Shelby was like seventh. But it's an inv it's an invitational. They can do whatever they want. That's true. 
Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, yeah, good, good call. Bad yeah, news, yeah. good call. Uh, and so thoughts and prayers out to Lauren Fisher because that I can't even imagine that. <clears throat> so I guess the last couple things on the agenda, and then we'll call it a night. Is uh, tomorrow I am interviewing Austin Malialo, uh, the the director of affiliates with CrossFit. Tomorrow at eleven a.m. Eastern time. Uh, so talking to him about all that, met him at the Midwest affiliate gathering. And, uh, so talk about what direction they're heading in with affiliates and what they're doing for everybody there. And then the last thing I have on my list is I had such a good time doing the stories from the MFC little short, hopefully consumable videos from all the different athletes we talked to and followed at the MFC. And so I'm putting it out there to everyone. If you like that kind of content, that's something we could do. Um, that's something we could do in the future at other events, have like little five minute sit downs, five to 10 minute sit downs and put together a little highlight reel. and. Uh, and do that like stories from whatever event we're working on. So if you like that, please let us know in the comments of any of those videos or this one, because uh, uh, those were really easy to put together and it's not as daunting as like the games documentary that we're working on. Um, and I think, I think I'm going to be able to buy a new camera this weekend. I have sold enough memorabilia to afford a camera and a lens, I believe. So, uh, hoping to be able to do that this weekend and have a better camera to do all of that stuff and not have to carry three cameras with me at all times, um, but just one to do everything. So, super excited about that. Um, but if you like that kind of content, it was really fun to put together. Um, and I could get it out a lot faster than I could like a major documentary. So if you like that, let us know. Um, cause we're going to legends. Uh, so we could do it there. And I've actually had a couple of masters athletes reach out to me asking if we could follow them at the legends. And really people aren't even people I've ever met before. Wow. <laughs> and I've gotten a lot of feedback from other athletes saying, thank you for doing this. So I'm hoping. Um, is, is Lana going to legends? No, no, man. I feel, I feel like we need a second person at legends. We probably do. It, you, you know, it's like two separate. It's like, it's like it, it was at, um, mayhem like 65 through 50 through 50 one or whatever I guess would be 50 is is like allowed to go in from 8 a.m. to 1 and that's them and then so like if you're trying to do it you're going to be there from like 8 to 8 and it's going to be awful 
<laughs> it all depends on what they have set up for media. And I actually have to ask yeah. them if I can get a media credential. I, they, they need to let you get a media credential. Holy cow. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Kenneth, I don't, I don't think wheel wads in my future. And they have like a media team that is kind of embedded with them. And it's actually Bruce, a good friend of ours uh, that we see at all the events. He kind of, B-A-W Media, kind of mm -hmm. does all of Wheelwad stuff. Uh, so, yeah. And yeah, I just don't know what's going on with Adaptive. Like, I haven't been able to hear from them in a while. So. B-A-W, Bruce did like a big chunk of the mass of MFC. Yeah. I mean, he I think was he was there, their main person. He was. He was in our hotel. So when we were doing the shows every night, he was in the lobby with me. Oh. oh. <laughs> he was editing while I was doing the show. So. Yeah, it was fun stuff. Um, well, with that, where's Legends? It is in Tempe, Arizona. ASU. Or right here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late. I'm getting goofy. <laughs> All right. Well, a little bit shorter show tonight. I think that's okay. We'll let everybody get to bed and we will see everyone next week, which I'm assuming will be a rogue preview. I think they're starting next Thursday. Ooh. So we even have it's probably like one offsite event. Okay. I'm guessing on Thursday. That's what they did in years past. Well, so we may have a work a workout to break down. Cool. If not, we'll preview the weekend. All right. Uh, you take strongman, I'll take CrossFit. Okay. <laughs> really my wheelhouse there. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll see everybody next time on Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. We C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview. <laughs>